Hello and welcome to Not If I Reboot You First, the podcast that takes our favorite properties and reboots them before Hollywood gets the chance to. It's kind of like brainstorming fanfiction. I'm Lindsay and I use she, her pronouns. I'm Tanner, they, them, and Lindsay, if you can believe it, we have another guest! Who'd have thought? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Rem, I use she and they pronouns. Wonderful. Welcome back. Hi, it's good to be back. So last week, I forgot to ask you for a hint. Yes. So we were just kind of like, women? I I do have a hint if you guys want to take a stab at it. Sure. Uh, The hint is so many belts. Final Fantasy? Not this time. Uh, What? (laughs) You would think so. Uh, Yeah, so this time uh, what I'm going to be doing is... Not so much necessarily a reboot, as much like adaptation, but y'all do those plenty. Uh, yeah. We're going to take a second stab at giving Common Rider the Power Rangers treatment. And- oh, oh, the other belt show! <laughs> the other belt <laughs> show! Uh, I'm going to attempt, hopefully we can get uh, the newest the newest season of Common Rider, Common Rider Revice. I think it would work well. Um, we're gonna see if we can make it into a, into an American adaptation this time, or at least maybe a New Zealand adaptation. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna quickly say I have most of my experiences with Common Rider are just me looking at a difference and saying, "Wow, that sure is neat." I need to say that Revice has had both my favorite and least favorite writer designs ever. Ooh, I, I'm really curious which ones they are then, because there's so many riders in this season that's okay well my favorites are the women i mean okay that's fair okay <laughs> my least favorite is uh revy oh revy's not great but like it's a garbage color palette i'm sorry okay. and like you say um, you say the phrase looks like a bubblegum covered venom and you think it's gonna be great but no see here's the thing here's what i'm gonna have to argue with you on and i'm gonna go ahead and put this in here in case uh j- just we have that visual aid uh it, I didn't like it at first, but you know what? Uh, that color scheme lends to the first change I'm going to make to the season. Oh? Common Rider Revy says trans rights. Okay, I can okay. dig that. We're, we're, we're going to have a trans Common Rider here. That is an entirely pink, blue, and, and white outfit. <laughs> I, I think we need to make him trans. And honestly, that's, that's 90% of the reason I love the season so much. Uh, so many of like the transformations are just them turning into trans flag colored versions of other common rider uniforms. <laughs> and it, it's absolutely delightful. Um yeah, I think uh, I think it's the right time for for the for for us to try and give common rider another try. Uh, they haven't tried it since like 2003, I think. Uh and that one didn't go well. They, they, it was received well as far as I know. It kind of was. It was received well critically, um, but it yeah. didn't like sell any toys or anything, which of course is what they wanted. Um, it didn't. It didn't. It wasn't the hit that Power Rangers was. And I think the big mistake is they did the thing that a lot of early Power Rangers did, and that a lot of new Power Rangers doesn't do, uh, in that they just kind of completely changed the entire plot and just kept like the suits basically, and became more generic for it. Like, they took it from this weird thing about mirror dimensions and tarot cards and stuff and turned it into Guy Summons Dragon to fight other people who summon dragons. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, it it was fine, but, like, got a lot more generic. This season, I think we can get away with not changing as much plot-wise. There's definitely some changes I want to make, but we'll get into those. There's some problematic stuff in this one, but... Um, we can, uh, we can, we can keep the plot mostly the same because I think it would resonate a lot with a, uh, with a modern audience. I mean, obviously it's new, so it would, but, uh, it's very Persona 5, uh, Persona 4-esque. And so I think, uh, I think the gamers are primed. We're, we're ready for, for this. I thought next season was a gamer season. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> next season's the gamer season. We already had a gamer season. We can have more. Th- I think next season is like the fourth gamer season, if you look at it that way. <laughs> That's fair. I'm just thinking of the one where all of the different power-ups were like, and now he's Common Rider racing game. And now he's Common Rider with a gun. And now he's Common Rider platformer. <laughs> now he's a bike. 
Now he's a bike. <laughs> Look, real talk, that bike is the best common rider. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess the, the simplest place to start is with like the core concept of what this particular season was about originally. And okay. just kind of give like the quick rundown of like what it's like right now in the Japanese show. That way we can see what needs to needs to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so this season is entirely about like inner demons, both literally and figuratively. Um, you know, much much like many of the persona. So basically, there is an ongoing terror thing where there are these weird devices that can be used to release somebody's inner demon and it becomes a monster and it goes on a rampage. And it usually reflects what the person's figurative inner demons are like. Our heroes are this guy, Common Rider Revy, and his partner, Common Rider Vice, uh, who when he is not a Common Rider is still a demon uh, because Revy and Vice are uh, a person and his inner demon. And they kind of work together to to fight the other inner demons persona. <laughs> Sorry, I can't get over how similar that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> literally, like, there, there's an entire scene in the first episode where he, like, has to make a deal with his inner demon of, like, if you help me, I will let you out sometimes. <laughs> also, you're not allowed to eat people. <laughs> it's delightful. The... It's it, it it would have to be at least somewhat lighthearted, even in the in the um adapted version, because if we keep the suit combat like Power Rangers does, uh Common Rider Vice is a comic relief character. Like he will sit there and do the countdown to the moment where the bad guy explodes and then like laugh about it. Like he's he's very Deadpool fourth wall breaking, like looks into camera and says, Get a load of this guy. Um uh, very fun. <laughs> Like, every time the main character gets a new form, he complains that he didn't get one. It's great. I love him. Uh, the, basically, the way, the way it kicks off is there's these, th- there's these stamp things that cause people's inner demons to come out. These guys manage to get a hold of a common Rider belt, which lets them do it on purpose so that they can fight the inner demons. They very quickly make an ally, uh, which is a common Rider Demons, who is a spider boy. And he is the edgiest motherfucker, and I love him. Uh, he is—he was supposed to be the first common rider in this particular setting, but he panicked and couldn't like go through with it because he was worried about his inner demon taking over, uh, which is why the main character now has to do it. He was supposed to just be a civilian, and so now he has become the edgiest boy in order to try and make up for it. Uh, his morphing call is the edgiest thing in the world. He literally just goes, I'll lay down my life if it means protecting the world. And like multiple times per fight, people will be like, come on, we have to go. And he'll be like, no, I'll lay down my life. And it's like, please, please, sir, stop doing this. You silly boy. <laughs> He's very <laughs> excited to lay down his life for something. And our bad guys, uh, at least for a good chunk of the season, are. Uh, these fellows, we have Ortega, and we have Julio, and we have Queen Bee, uh, also known as Aguilera. And they are delightful. I love them. Uh, the one thing I'm not a fan of about them is in their civilian forms. It doesn't really show in the common Rider form. It's like we don't really have to worry about changing their monster forms. Uh, but when they are human they are very clearly dressed in like stereotypically latino uh like mariachi outfits yeah that's a that is a weird direction right like it works on her because she's just got like a flamenco dress and like that's fine but like the two boys there i i think we need to change their outfits Is there even a reason for that aesthetic? No, like, they never really justify it. Like, one of them is named Julio, but, like, he's clearly Japanese. Like, Julio and Ortega are, are, like, those names are very Latino, but, like, the characters are not. And they're just wearing mariachi uniforms, and it's weird, and I... 
And it doesn't even reflect in their monster forms. Like, if it reflected in their monster forms, I would just be like, okay, that's the theme for the season or something. But I don't know. It's weird. So we're definitely changing that. We're either taking that away or we're making them actually be of that culture. Because I think that would be... I I think it's a bad idea to have a Latino-themed doomsday cult. Oh, God, you're right. That's fair. Because that is what they are. Uh, Their plan... Uh, is that big thing behind them is like a coffin with a demon in it. (laughs) And basically the idea is that every time they wake up somebody's inner demon, some of that energy goes to this guy and they're trying to like wake his ass up. In his big yonic coffin. Yeah, basically. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What if each of them is themed after a different like style of dance? Oh, that could be fun. So she could keep her cool flamingo dress because like honestly, I love it and she works it. And they don't have to be, like, dance battlers, but it can be, like, their leitmotif. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of them we can just replace with Mirror B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I, li- I like this. We can, we can have her have her flamingo thing. One of them can wear, uh, like, a... Uh, let's see, what's a good, what's a good dance to, to theme the other two after, though? <sighs> what other dances are like- there? There's the ballroom standards. There's the ballroom standards. There's like yeah. sash dancing, um, hip hop, hip hop. Uh, what if what if we give one of them just like a suit? <laughs> Do the ballroom standards give one of them like a suit with like tails and everything? Well, the guy on the left with the green outfit—that's almost a tux. Like I can see the tails at the back and all that. So that's true. That one be, yeah, yeah, that could translate pretty easily. Yeah, just yeah. just give him an, just give him a tux. It can even stay green. Just take off the, like, extra stuff that makes it more coded. Yeah. And the, uh, oh, you know what? The other guy, he can still have a hat. We'll just turn him into a cowboy. He can he can line dance. Yeah, that yeah. works. He can line dance. Yeah, Western two-step and Western <laughs> swing. Exactly. There we go. We have, a, we have a flamenco dancer, we have a ballroom dancer, and we have we have a two-stepper. That's, that's an evil squad to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... They're delightful, though. I love them. Um, well, I love two of them. <laughs> well, one of them is, is less of a good boy. <laughs> but uh, So they're fun. We later uh, in the season get two more common Riders, which are the siblings of the main character. And I think we can keep this because I like the way it plays out. Um, the first one who becomes a common Rider is... Uh, his older brother, who uh, is part of the organization that like made the common rider belts, so they give him a, a common rider belt. However, he is taken over by his inner demon. Basically, all three of the main riders, their inner demons manifest differently. So the main character has his like partner demon. His brother, his inner demon takes over. Uh, just more like you know, there is no Johnny anymore. It is only I. <laughs> Uh, and he becomes Common Rider Evil, which is the most on-the-nose name. And he's just Venom, but Bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> he's Minty Bubblegum, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he, he has the, the, the fun back and forth where he is both Common Rider Evil and Common Rider Live, uh, depending on whether he or his inner demon is in control when they transform. Uh, and so, like... It plays out a little weirdly in the original. They kind of dip a little too close to some of the uncomfortable, like, split personality type tropes. But I think if we make it more explicitly like, no, he's just possessed, it can work. I think it, I think it could be an interesting play. Uh, and then he eventually becomes the stupidest named common Rider because... He comes to terms with his evil with his evil inner demon, and they become common rider evil T live, <laughs> spelled E V I L T Y L I V E evil T live, and it is the stupidest name, but the design kind of slaps. Yeah, the design works. The name sounds like it was created by Rob Liefeld. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think his storyline, we can almost avoid changing. Just make it a little more clear that this is, like, a demon thing. Yeah. And then there's the sister, common Rider Jean. Her, like, big motivation that pushes her to become a common Rider, 
I really like. She's the older sister, and she has been like taking karate and doing sports since she was a kid. And she has always like protected and looked out for her little brothers. Uh, and now they're both common riders, and like she can't protect them anymore. And that bothers her. Like she doesn't like that she now can no longer help them. I've always protected them from bullies. I've always helped them get back up when they're down. I kick the shit out of people who mess with my little brothers. And now I can't because they're literally monsters. Uh, There are several episodes where she literally tries to fight the monsters with karate. Uh, I like that motivation of life. I've always been the strong one. And now I'm suddenly not. That's very interesting and fun. And I think we can make a lot work with that. Also, she's one of the only common riders this season who doesn't have, like, a weapon of some kind. She just does karate, but in a common rider uniform. <laughs> it's delightful, and I love her. Uh, and I think you will you will appreciate her inner demon. Uh, her, her inner demon is named Lovkov, uh, and her inner demon is extremely childish. And everybody, including the edgiest boys, when Lovkov shows up, they're just like, oh my god, your inner demon is so cute. Uh, because it's just this little, like, fucking Suchinoko stuffed mascot looking Aww. dude. Like, she's so cute. Love her. No, Toy, don't turn me into a marketable <laughs> plushie. <laughs> it's, it's delightful. And, like, every time there's a fight, she starts kicking ass. And then her little inner demon gets in trouble and someone has to go, like, all right, fine, I'll protect the inner demon so that you can kick some ass. <laughs> And that's very fun, and I think we can make stuff work with that. And then halfway into the season, like every fucking Power Rangers and Kamen Rider thing, our bad guy changes. (laughs) (laughs) Because you can't just have one season have the whole bad guy. Uh, So those three bad guys earlier, one of them betrays the other two. It's the the green man, the one on the left. Uh, He Mm -hmm. tries to make the other two be the final sacrifices to wake up the evil demon. Uh, he fails, and he instead becomes the final sacrifice. And then our bad guy becomes this, like, lich lord-looking dude. He's like a little, little like, bone demon. He's, uh, he's like a guy. Skeletor. He, he really just looks like he's gonna go, nah. And I love him. He's, he's awful. He's, he's a got bad. parachute pants. He does have parachute pants. You know what? It fits the theme. <laughs> we have We have another <laughs> dancing uniform. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's great. The, the best thing about this awful, awful man who I hate becoming the new bad guy is, uh, the other two are extremely upset that they tried to be, like, fed to him. Uh, so they actually become common riders. <laughs> Dead Man Queen Bee becomes common rider Queen Bee. And she's got a really great design. Like, that eyeball helmet is really good. And, it's cool. I like it. Uh, and then the other one uh, becomes over demons uh, because Common Rider Demons has retired at this point uh, because he he tries to join the fight against the big bad guy when he first wakes up and loses and he like gives up his belt in shame. Uh, so this guy takes that belt and becomes Common Rider over demons and he is also the edgiest boy now. And they are they are fun because I am always a sucker for the bad guy becomes a good guy. That's it's a good trope. Mm-hmm. And then, I, then we have the messiest common writers at the end of it, who we're probably going to have to change their story if we want to include them at all, because it suddenly veers into left field out of like nowhere. So it turns out that the reason the three siblings can successfully become common riders without any of like the drawbacks that it usually comes with is that their dad was a common rider when he was younger and doesn't remember. Like he has amnesia and he was an evil common rider because he was like injected with demonic DNA by an evil scientist. Demon DNA. <laughs> and so <laughs> His kids now have demon DNA, which is why they can, like, talk to their inner demons, unlike most people. And they have to, like, fight their dad's inner demon to, like, break the amnesia 
so that he can become a good guy common rider. And then this is just their dad. Like, there's just three siblings and their dad as superheroes. <laughs> Fuck their mom. <laughs> no, yeah, their mom their mom is a scientist. She doesn't get to be a superhero, unfortunately. Boo. I think we can change that. I think we can make the mom a superhero too. I think we can get away with yep. this. Just because I feel like that would be something fun that like Power Rangers has never done, so it would different differentiate itself enough. As far as I Power remember, Rangers has had one mom ranger. It's had a mom ranger, but we've never had a season where the entire team is related to each other. That's true because they always when that happened in Sentai, same Mystic Force Magic Ranger had a whole family. So did uh, Go Go V, but then Lightspeed Rescue and Mystic Force took that away and just made like separate relations for everyone. Because they're cowards. I think because they want shipability, and they do want <laughs> shipability. You know what? You're right, and I don't blame them for that. That's fair. You've changed my mind. Shipability is important. We need people to be shippable. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's something nice about family unit superheroes. We huh. we could go full Incredibles with this if we really wanted that's- to. That's what I was thinking. I was about to bring up the Incredibles. <laughs> See, there we go. There we go. Uh, maybe we could make like some of them really. Because here's the thing: the two common writer girls they get super shipped in this one because the evil girl like spends most of the first half of the season trying to corrupt the sister and convince her that like, no, no, you don't want power to protect your brothers you're just bitter and so you should join our team and be evil and like there are many scenes where she like tries to corrupt the sister and then like a monster attacks and the sister fights off the monster and then it just cuts to her like standing on a rooftop watching the battle with a face that's like i'm so proud of you you did it you won the fight and so like those two get shipped all the time and i think we can work with that i think i think we can make it gay yeah so what I'm thinking for the main character here is we make them trans. We make them pre-medical transition. So they are they are presenting relatively femme. And then when they transform using their own inner self, they become the extremely masculine common rider. Of like, ah, this is who I really am. I think that Oh, be, gotcha. I think that could be fun. I think I think we have like the common rider outfit shapeshifts them when they go into superhero form and like reflects the inner self, which is why it's like look at my muscles. <laughs> and my purple codpiece. <laughs> Can't forget the codpiece. It's very important. Can't forget the packer. <laughs> the <laughs> the uniform is very gender affirming. Uh, which would also lead to a, we could have a little bit of that like comic relief of the the inner demon, because like maybe they could start the story like in denial, like they haven't quite figured it out yet, and they're like, "Why the fuck is my inner demon a dude?" Oh, wait a minute. No, this makes sense now. <laughs> I think that could be fun. I think that would be a very interesting like way to shift it, and then. That would let us twist it from instead of the older brother being like angry and angsty about like my little brother is stronger than me, they could instead just be like angry and angsty of like no one is allowed to be mean to my little brother. Fuck you. <laughs> just make them both be extremely like protective. Yeah. Um. Another thing. Tell me if this go- goes the right direction, but the inner demon for the main character. They could be the way they are because they're like a representation of all the generically, quote unquote, toxic masculine traits. Like, they're loud, they're obnoxious, they eat a lot, they want to fight. Oh, yes. Because, like, they routinely have to, like, pull them back from fighting more. Um, Because they are still a demon. Like, there's multiple scenes where the demon tries to, like, okay, you've got that handled. I'm going to go eat this person. And the hero has to be like, no, no, no. No eating people. Like, yeah, most of it can be played for laughs, but we can have a few moments where main character is like, is this what it truly means to be a man? No. Being a man wouldn't mean I'd start eating people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I like that a lot. I think that could also play really well with the siblings of like, like, no, I don't need to be like you. I can be like my brother. Like, he's cool. It cut to older brother being super edgy, <laughs> but like, you know, 
I, I, I like that. I like that play of like the inner demon being the toxic masculinity. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Very good. I definitely think it should be New Zealand. I, I don't know why. Like, I know they've stopped filming in New Zealand for Power Rangers at, at this point. Like, I know they're back to America for the most part, I think. Nope, they're still in New Zealand. Oh, are they? Okay. They have not left New Zealand since Ninja Storm in, like, 2002. Okay. I like the New Zealand vibe on Power Rangers. I think I think we can keep it for, for Kamen Rider. Like, I know it's for budget reasons on their end, but on my end, I just like it better. I think it's fun. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah. they did switch back to American actors, um, starting with Samurai. Oh, that might be what confused me, because they don't have accents anymore. Yeah, so, some of them do. So, like, because Tessa Rao, who plays Izzy in the current season, she's from New Zealand, and she's, like, a local. Because, d- uh, as far as we can tell, someone else was going to be playing the Green Ranger, and then she dropped out the last minute, because all she was included with all the links, and all of them were correct except for her. Oh, but then Tessa Rao was cast instead, so we're thinking something happened with a visa or something, and so the girl couldn't play Izzy, and so Tessa was cast instead. The other recent New Zealander was um, James Davies, who played Chase on Dino Charge, who was actually living in London at the time, and so there are funny stories about how the cast asked him to show him them around for like New Zealand landmarks, but they knew more than he did, because he'd been out of the country for so long. <laughs> I'm just, I, I love the idea of him being like, yeah, let's, let me take you to my favorite restaurant. Oh, it's it's a McDonald's now. <laughs> no, actually, it went, do you know any cool uh, local restaurants to eat at? No, but um, here there's a Denny's down the street. <laughs> That's delightful, and I love it. I love it so much. Um, I don't know anything about modern actors, I'm going to be honest. I have no idea who'd cast for any of these roles, but I know you guys are usually better at that than I am. Um, it's Power Rangers, and so everyone can be an unknown. Yeah. <laughs> That's This fair. is everybody's, like, first series. You cannot have- if you were- if we're shipping you in from the States or Canada, you cannot have more than, like, two entries on your IMDb. <laughs> uh, we can pull one Power Rangers actor and just never, like, acknowledge it. <laughs> That has to be the dad. <laughs> oh my god, what if what if the dad is just... Wow, I'm blanking on his real life name, Billy from Mighty Morphin. Oh yeah, that would be cool. Uh, David Yost? Yeah, what yeah if, what David if, Yost. What if David Yost is just the dad? What if... What if Amy Jo Johnson is the mom? Oh my god, yes! <laughs> <laughs> just like, they were secretly a previous generation of, of heroes, it's fine. This is, this is good, this is a good pull. Everyone else can be unknowns. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If your biggest role isn't a reality TV show, get the fuck out of here. There is a character who is, like, their weird uncle, not uncle. You, you know how it is. The fa- the family member that everyone calls an uncle that isn't, like, your uncle. Yeah, and, um, and then he then he hurries you out of the house and send, gives you directions to your real uncle, Machete. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so there's a, there's a side character. The, the family runs a, like, a bathhouse, like a sauna uh, type place. And there is a character that they call their uncle who's like just like a frequent customer, basically, who's always there. Uh, but he consistently has solutions to the, the problem of the week where they'll be like, oh, man, how are we going to figure out who this inner demon belongs to? We didn't see where it came from. And he's like, well, did you check the security cameras? And he'll like pull out his iPad and like immediately have access to the security cameras from the place where it happened. And they're like. Every time they he does something weird like that, they're like, what do you do for a living? And he's like, I have to go now. <laughs> Just <laughs> They never acknowledge it. It's constantly played for laughs. Uh, I do think it would be very funny for uh, for them to have a character like that and just have him played by Lothor's actor. Oh, that would be good. From fuck. <laughs> just like, what do you do for a living? Mm, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> The only other character besides the common Riders themselves that I think we definitely need to adapt because I think it's very fun and we can work with the fact that both of these franchises are, are owned by the same company. Um, the scientist who is making the common Rider belts for this season is a common Rider fanboy in and of himself. Um, like, he's got Kamen Rider figurines on his shelf, and every time he, like, gives them a new power, he's like, come on, come on, try it, try it, put it on. Oh, I can't wait to see you transform, and like, getting, like, really excited about it. Um, <laughs> like, 
at one point, he like because he usually ships it to them or like teleports it to them or whatever. Because you know, scientist in a Sentai show. Um, but there's one episode where he act like they happen to be in the same area where he is, and he like runs out with the the box and hands them their new power. Uh, and he's like, "Okay, go, 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 use it!" And they like run off. And instead of immediately running away. When they do their transformation sequence, you can see him in the background hiding behind a building, mimicking the transformation moves behind them, <laughs> just like with the most <laughs> excited look. And I think it would be really fun to have a character like that, except he's a Power Rangers fanboy. Oh, that's adorable. Because we don't have the common Rider history here. But like, yeah. it would just be really fun to have him be like, yeah, I made this thing that's kind of like Power Rangers. It's going to be great. I love it. And he's got very Majima energy, like Majima from from fucking from Yakuza. Like that's his energy. Like you spend most of the season being like, this guy is definitely evil, right? Like he's secretly evil. There's no way this dude's purely a good guy, and like he totally is just a good guy. <laughs> he just got those vibes, and I think there's definitely got to be someone that we can get that would like have those vibes. Because it's honestly the most fun part about his character. Like he'll he'll give them a new power up and like cackle evilly, and it's like no, he's just got a weird laugh, and he's excited to see them transform. <laughs> that I feel like definitely also needs to be held over. We, we don't need to adapt him at all, other than making him a Power Rangers fan. He just needs to be vaguely evil and a big fanboy. Okay. I don't know what else needs to change. I know I just spent like 20 minutes going over the plot of Kamen Rider Red Ice and <laughs> only changed like two things. There's I I kind of was, <laughs> was like, no, wait, this is pretty good, actually. Like, I, I was planning on changing a lot more, but the further I got into it, the more I was like, I think we can just translate a lot of this. <laughs> I think the translation is just a translation. Yes. <laughs> we need to make everyone trans, everyone queer. Um, obviously the two, the two common writer ladies are dating by the end. Main character is definitely trans. Let's see. The brother that switches between toxic and based. The inner demon is his internalized homophobia. And then he accepts himself and he gets power boost. I'm here for it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what we can do to the parents. One of them has to have a whole, where did we go wrong <laughs> moment. <laughs> It's the dad. The dad instead of the dad yeah. being like amnesia and doesn't remember being a common rider, he has just actively like refused to acknowledge it. And now he's just like, God damn it, all of my children are superheroes. This is what I was trying to avoid when I retired. <laughs> <laughs> so every time he transforms, it'll just be extremely reluctant. Mm-hmm. I would be here for that. That would be a very good uh good character beat. And I'm also noticing that uh the the hero version of one of those two bad guys has a very similar design to the e- old evil version of the dad's common rider outfit so maybe instead of like taking common rider demon's thing when he retires he takes the the dad's the dad is like transforms for an episode or two and then he's like look i can't do this anymore here you take it protect my children yeah that makes sense I can dig it. The irony of him giving it to someone who was trying to kill his children three weeks ago. (laughs) It's fine. He's a good guy now. Listen, everyone goes through a phase. (laughs) We don't question heel face turns in this house. They just happen. (laughs) I Yeah, I think I need to change a lot less of this than I thought I would. We make everyone gay. We make everyone queer. We make everyone people of color. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, this was an easy reboot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you guys have anything that you would want, like, shoved in there? Because, like, you guys guys know Power Rangers and shit. I remember stuff from my childhood, but I know nothing about Kamen Rider, so... That's okay, just remember Power Rangers stuff. They're basically the same show. (laughs) It has to have a banging theme song. It does have to have a banging theme song. Can can we get Crush 40 to do a theme song? Oh, I'd love that. 
Can, can we can we like have like a fucking like go Mystic Force on the vibes, right? Like just full butt rock, and and just well, go Myst- off. you remember, have to remember Mystic Force had the first like rap ish opening. It did have a little bit of rap ish. No, it was Ninja Storm that had the that had the butt rock. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Ninja Storm was butt rock. Mystic Force added in the the rap bit. <laughs> Which I actually prefer to the rock demo that was leaked at some point. I mean, fair. Like, people people talk shit on the Mystic Force theme. I think it's left. It was fun. Now, the Operation Overdrive theme. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like just yelling Operation Overdrive 18 times in a row? <laughs> well, no, because it's also got the thing about the five rangers looking for the same five stones. Oh my god, I, I blacked that out. I five riders looking for the same five stamps. Why would you remind me that this exists? <laughs> no. Don't do this to me. I once asked our friend Jake what the a Die Another Day of Power Rangers openings was, and he replied Operation Overdrive within a minute. God, he's not <laughs> wrong. He's not wrong at all. No. I had successfully forgotten that theme song. <laughs> we'll, just, uh, we'll just use Sonic Heroes as, as the theme song. Rider heroes. <laughs> I mean, they do say what comes up, what goes up must come down, and the signature move of a common rider is jumping really high into the air and then drop kicking the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is just how you end a common rider fight. A Power Ranger puts together all of their weapons into one big gun. A common rider does a big kick. That's that's how you do it. <laughs> Maybe that's why it never took off. Here, Americans like big gun, but Common Rider just kicks. <laughs> I mean, if they threw more wrestling moves into the choreography, maybe they could get some crossover appeal from like the WWE and AEW. You know what? We could because now that you say it, I'm remembering that um, that's part of how the Inner Demon fights in this one. Common Rider Vice does like tend to suplex people. <laughs> Okay. Like they very they very regularly do like he'll do a big wrestling hold and then the main character will hit them. <laughs> so he'll like suplex them or he'll put them in an arm bar or something and then he's just like hit him now. Kerplunk. <laughs> yeah. It's good times. Mhm. What if, what if we just what if we just get John Cena to play that guy? <laughs> <laughs> At, every time uh the main character gets caught, like, talking to his inner demon in a mirror or something, and people are, like, looking at him like he's weird. He can just be like, don't you remember? They can't see me. And do the stupid John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all I got for now. <laughs> I have I have run out of things that I want to change about it. I, th- I think it would work. I think we could make it, uh, I think we could make it popular. Mm-hmm. And then I would stop having to watch, like, fan subs, and I could just watch the American version. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I could just watch it on Disney Channel. Well, maybe maybe we'll get lucky next year, and they'll bring over Kamen Rider Fortnite. Oh my god. <laughs> I forgot Kamen Rider Fortnite is gonna happen. <laughs> Kamen Rider Fortnite coming in September. I'm excited for Kamen Rider Fortnite, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be double excited if they use Kamen Rider Fortnite to give us a crossover and put Kamen Rider in Fortnite. Oh, they better. We'll figure out the licensing weirdness. I would love to just be Kamen Rider with a Glock. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can have an emote that lets you make any any skin do a henshin pose, and it'll be great. Just make Batman do the morph. Is Batman a Kamen Rider? Um, he doesn't have a transformation sequence, so no. Okay. Well, we we did do an episode where Catwoman became a common rider. All three. All, yeah, it was, because it's kind of easy to turn a lot of Batman characters into common riders. It really yeah. is. I feel like Superman could be a common rider during the phone booth era. See, that's the thing. A lot of superheroes aren't common riders, but they're only a few steps away from being common riders. Flash easily a common rider. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The 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 ring is basically a common rider belt. Exactly, you just switch the ring out for a belt. Oh, that's the thing. We have to retain extremely bombastic and catchy like transformation jingles from the belt. Oh god, you're right. We do. We we can't skip the transformation sequences. It, we need to do it. 
especially because yeah, the belt having the little the little jingles is so good. The the one for this season in particular was extremely catchy. Uh, it's delightful. Um, the way like the belt itself calls out the transformation is amazing, <laughs> and I really love it. It it's really fun. Uh, this one he it, it literally just uh, he puts it in. Uh, and because it's making like common riders out of him and his demon, it just yells out "Remix, buddy up!" and then he <laughs> transforms. And it's really good. And then like their ultimates are to fuse together. So he releases the inner demon, they fight together, and then he fuses with the e- inner demon into a big monster. Okay. Except it's not. Except it's not full fusion, and it's very funny every time because it's. Please, please post a picture of the remixes because they look like. Weird sex positions. <laughs> it really is. I, I wasn't going to say it. Um, the demon complains a lot about the remixes because the remixes are always um, the, like he makes a weird pose and then the Kamen Rider like main character climbs on his back or like mounts him in another way or whatever and they like become one thing. Uh it's delightful every time. Uh, this is the, the like, most iconic one, uh, which is the, the T-Rex form. Uh, when they become a T-Rex, uh, if you look, you can see that it's literally just... The, the demon is in, like, horse stance, while the main common Rider stands on... Like, sits on his head. <laughs> and he is holding his knees, and then the... The main character is like holding his arms out to form the lower jaw of the T Rex. They look like the world's weirdest transformer toys. Where like you transform it, but you can still see like, okay, but that's Optimus Prime's fist. They they are delightful. That is the weirdest yoga pose I've ever seen. Uh this might be my favorite one, uh Mantis form. Uh, in which the main character grabs two knives and then the demon stands on his hands behind him and puts his legs on his shoulders. I do not understand how this makes you stronger. (laughs) (laughs) You can just use those knives without a man standing on your back. There is um there's some fan art of that out there. <laughs> I'm almost positive and I am not gonna be Googling it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> it's a good season, but it's a very silly season. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I did just remember something that I saw a picture of. I can navigate back to the page. I have been just going through the Kamen Rider wiki to try and keep up during this. <laughs> Fair. Okay, come on. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> They're just hugging each other. <laughs> <laughs> they need a little bit of a battle hug for, for morale. Some choices were made. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so Lindsay, what do you think Jackal Form looks like? Oh, God. <sighs> it's going to be really unintentionally rude, isn't it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh the skateboard is the demon <laughs> the skateboard is the, the- demon all right then the demon is all also right. the demon is also the the bike because every common rider season has a motorcycle uh this season doesn't the motorcycle is the demon that's just one of their forms <laughs> tony hawk's pro rider <laughs> Common uh, Rider is is very silly, but I I greatly enjoy it. The weird thing with Common Rider, and it might be part of why it's been so hard to adapt, is it is simultaneously significantly sillier than anything Power Rangers has ever done, uh, in terms of like the general vibe. Uh, but the subject matter itself tends to be extremely dark. Like it's these weird poses and shit. And then you have, like, ah, 
And in my father's backstory, he was secretly experimented on by a scientist to turn him into a half-demon, and the demon possessed him to burn down his home with his family inside. Like, what? This is the same season that has us sitting on each other's shoulders to turn into a T-Rex? Yep. <laughs> it, it's such a weird juxtaposition. I don't think I've ever seen anything else do that kind of juxtaposition, ever. Anyways, I think we've reached the end of our rope here. I think yeah. we have. I'm struggling. I'm just posting pictures of common writers in the chat at this point. <laughs> but, and that can also be a podcast. Who cares if this isn't a visual medium? <laughs> I'm just going to have to post all of these like on the announcement tweet. Here, here's the things I said to Lindsay and Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's time to end this episode with a friendship pomo. Stamping finish! And maybe I'll edit in an explosion sound. Maybe I won't, because I'll be lazy. Yes. The bin situation has not improved. In fact, it's a disgrace. One house. Decisions about my child's well-being are up to me, not you. Five flats. Ignore what Jill has written on the bins in white paint. It is wrong. Six very different residents. Concerns about the pesticide's implications for higher cognitive functioning are speculative at best. Trapped in one never-ending email chain. It is my joy in life to be a peacemaker. However... Introducing Dear Bastard, a new sitcom podcast coming July 27th, 2021. You are engaged in a brazen act of fraud. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, search for Dear Bastard Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, or click the link in the bio. Best wishes, Jill. Thanks, Gabby. Robbie and Luke, XOX. Yours sincerely, Barry Finley. Lukewarm salutations, Rolene. Cheers, Trevor. All right, Rem, thank you so much for bringing this what did did we reboot anything i think we just said what if trans yeah we just kind of made it trans that's, that's all we really did we didn't reboot it we just brought it to a new audience yeah but i i think it worked also also it's i find it very amusing that we were like what if there was women and then the really the premise of this episode was actually it wasn't a woman <laughs> <laughs> no this time in fact it, it was not <laughs> what if none women with left beef? Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, um, where can you be found on the internet? Uh, I can be found on Twitter at R-E-M Speedwagon at... Oh, sorry, at, yeah. <laughs> at R-E-M Speedwagon. That's, that's the thing. That's the whole thing. There's not an extra at. Uh, and I can also be found on uh, my website, remspeedwagon.card.co, where I do, I do game design and stuff. I also play, uh, I guess it's relevant for this episode too, uh, I play uh, Asa, the transforming magical girl on Kingdom Hearts of Forgotten Era, a podcast set in the Kingdom Hearts universe. And sometimes Kronk. And sometimes Kronk, who could be a common rider, you don't know. A Kronken rider. Kronk is the chipmunk rider, okay? Like... <laughs> He he yells squeak squeak em squeak and he flips the, the buckle on his belt and he grows a tail. <laughs> Squirrel tank best match <laughs> Buddy up <laughs> Is Isma riding on Kronk's back a common rider form? Yes. Yes. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of best matches, Lindsay, where are you on the internet? I can be found on Twitter at lindsaym476. That's Lindsay spelled with an A, and you can get to all my other social media bullshits from there. Tanner, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at SparkyUpstart and on Instagram at SparkyYoungUpstart. You can also find this very podcast on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F-Pod. Those are the letters for Not If I Reboot You First, and they're pronounced t future Tanner. This time, you really do have to edit something in because you do need to put in the transformation jingle. Flex!
Uh, you can also email us at notafairbootyoufirst at gmail.com where you can send us your comments, critiques, criticisms, and your... I don't know. What do you think could also be a common writer? <laughs> <laughs> Anything can be a common writer if you squint. This yoga pose? A common writer. That bike? A common writer. <laughs> that dog? We need a dog common writer. Not a common writer with a dog motif. We need a dog who becomes a common writer. Oh my god, I'm here for it. Yes. Now, are we talking, like, Doggy Kruger or, like, full dog? It's it's a full dog, but when it does a henshin, it turns into a Doggy Kruger. Oh, okay. Perfect. I'm here for this. If if we can have a Dog Nova in Marvel, we can have a Dog Kamen Rider. You're not wrong. We've had a Even dog if there's Spider-Man. no Dog or Buddha, there's still Kamen Rider. Look, I'm pretty sure we've had a Dog Spider-Man, and I know we've had a Kamen Rider Spider-Man. So, like... We've had a Horse Spider-Man. <laughs> it's really only one step removed. And we've had a dog Deadpool. Oh my god, we have had a dog pool. I like dog pool. Dog pool's good. Anyways, the email address is also where you can send us your friendship <laughs> promo, whether it's an audio clip or a proof for us to read. Either way, we'll put in a free ad for your podcast, your novel, or your highly marketable plushie. <laughs> now, if I reboot you first as a member of the Corner Podcast Network, and you can talk more about this show or others on the network via our Corner Podcast Discord. As always, our cover art is by Alex Fierce, and her work can be found on ptchew.com, and our theme music is done by our friend Sean Clake, whose contact info is available upon request. This podcast is recorded on Treaty 4 territory, the traditional lands of the Cree, Sotol, and Assiniboine, and homeland of the Métis. Next time is... you. Moi? No, I said you to the Discord. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> that I'm looking at, trying to find the person. It's you, the main character from Persona 4? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Lindsay, if you can believe it, next week we're going to have another guest. Oh, look at that! And the hint that they are giving us is Nya. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. You know, like, Nya! <laughs> yeah, Nya. So we'll thank you again for joining us, Rem. Of course, anytime. And we'll ooh, ooh, what's this next week? But not if we reboot you first. Say goodbye, Rem. Bye, Rem. See ya. Advent complete to turn up. Change beetle. Sword form. Wake up. Come and ride. Cyclone. Joker. Takatara bata. Three, two, one. Now do we touch the henshin? Soya drive. Kaigan. Evil up. Best <laughs> match. Rider time. My favorite part about that is that I only know like half of what those ones are from. <laughs> like some of them, I'm just like, oh, I know that one. Again, I just watch Kamen Rider for the distance and go, hey, that's neat. (laughs) And the transformations are the easiest thing to appreciate from a distance.